Welcome to the Fact Daddy Experience. This is Fact Daddy. Having a crazy experience with all this weather and all this stuff going on. So, need some decent distractions. So, watch a show called By the Grace of the Gods. It's like a slice of life, happy-go-lucky type show. I mean, as far as you can say, characters very, like, wholesome. Because they're considerate, kind, thoughtful, and don't get rattled at all. Like, super chill. Like, basically, there's a, a guy, Ryoma, and he uh, he dies and is reincarnated in the world. The show is called By the Grace of the Gods because these three gods uh, empower him because he died accidentally. So he's brought into this world. Again, it's like a magical type of world, but it's feudal. Meaning, you know, nobles, dukes, counts, viscounts, slimes, goblins, demon, dragon type shit. Anyway, so Ryoma spends like roughly the first 10 years of his life, for the most part, by himself. Um, he utilizes taming magic to tame slimes. Uh, I know slimes seem to be a running theme in what I'm talking about, but hey, they're starting to grow in popularity in anime. And this happens to be a good show for slimes. It's not the same as that time I was reincarnated as a slime, which has a main protagonist, Rimaru, who's a slime. There's also a lot of reincarnation in a lot of these shows. Um, it seems to be running thematically. Um, for example, the misfit of Demon King Academy or Demon King High. Um, that show, the main protagonist is a, is reincarnated. So there's all these ideas of reincarnation. Anyway. Eventually, after that first, roughly, first decade, um, he gets to interact with some nobles. He saves someone's life with his healing slime. And then, you know, he starts integrating more with the outside world. You know, he has slimes that can do almost everything, so he uses them or cooperates with them and works with them to get things, certain things done. Um, standout moments for me in the show uh, are when he opens his own laundry business with cleaning slimes. He gets a lot of adverse reactions to that because he's an adventurer, he's a child. What would he know about running a business? And he runs it based off of models in his head of business in our world. He gives people vacation days and things like that, which are unheard of. He cooperates with his workers. He creates a dormitory for his workers so they can live there and go to work. Some of them were poor when they took the job, so to have a place to live right away is really nice. Uh, he also got help from a princess and a duke um, of the man whose life he saved. And, you know, the inventiveness of how he cooperates with the slime, how he utilizes different types of magic. Is interesting and he's very laid back but mature and you know
know, seeing that demonstrated throughout the show, it's really interesting. I enjoy it. I think it's a great show. And you always see this character growing. And he learns new things and then applies them to situations. He adapts quickly. And uh, he only kills anything in self-defense. He doesn't go after things in a kind of violent way. There's action in the show, but it's not action like, you know, he's going to kick the bad guy's butt. It's not built that way. It's not designed that way. And I think that's what makes it good. It's, it's different. Like, for example, how often do you see a hero cleaning a sewage area for a major city? Um, he used his cleaning slimes, but he, he got into the gear, the mask, the gloves, the suit. He's cleaning shit, man. So, it's not often you see a hero doing that. So, I mean, I've seen some weird stuff in heroes, like particularly the protagonist of the manga Chainsaw Man, which I'm sure will eventually become an anime because it's such a wacky, very different manga. But the point being, you don't often have protagonists who are willing to do that kind of work to help. The nature of this story is, is a lot of people helping each other and trying to just get better at doing things in life together. So, I recommend this show. It's like wholesome in a way. I mean, not entirely, but in a way. Because the character is so steadfast and solid. Like, you know, it just brings to mind... Little House on the Prairie, even though it's absolutely nothing like Little House on the Prairie. Just something that's a departure from, I don't know, Hannibal. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. A departure from Hannibal. Um, and speaking of which, and if I already talked about the show, I, I don't care. I'll talk about it again. Moriarty, Moriarty the Patriot where the main protagonist of that was an orphan adopted by a noble family, the Moriarty's. And basically this particular noble, uh, one of the things that he, uh, his primary focus is to rid the world of evil nobles. So he goes about it by using his high intelligence level to kill and eliminate other nobles. He doesn't necessarily do it himself, but he makes sure that it gets done. And when I, I brought this up to mention that, you know, it's a totally different vibe. Like, you know, that vibe kind of gels with the vibe of something like Death Note or Hannibal. Uh, these stories were two super brilliant individuals who very individually would kind of clash. Um, in particular, Moriarty, the clash would be with Sherlock Holmes, because Moriarty is derived from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's uh, Sherlock Holmes literature. The actual character could be found in roughly three short stories in the collected works of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, but uh, it's interesting. Sherlock Holmes just appeared in the anime. You see the back and forth there. Um, that's going to build up. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> I 
I definitely like the level of intelligence in the writing. And I didn't even know about Moriarty as a Sir Arthur Conan Doyle character until I got into the show. Um, I do like Sherlock Holmes, and I do like writing in that style. Like, I still feel like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is like, I still can't fully wrap my head around like her style of writing because I think it's so excellent. Definitely inspirational to me. I feel like the way we utilize language nowadays is obviously different, but I feel like that process of being able to express yourself in such a variety of ways is definitely a lost art form. Anyway. So I segue big time, but you know, just like Death Note has Ellen Light and Hannibal has Hannibal and Will Graham, Moriarty has Moriarty and Sherlock Holmes. So if you like that type of dichotomy, you like that type of clash of hyper intellectual minds, um, Moriarty is definitely cool. Anyway, uh, another show with a medieval feel. Again, dealing with reincarnation is this show called uh, Eighth Son. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> so there's this young guy, Shingo. He's 25 years old. He's an office worker. He dies. And he's made the eighth son of a noble family, the Ballmeisters. And the crazy part about this story is just that as the eighth son, he has no hope of getting out of this impoverished noble family. And then he befriends a magician, is taught magic, has an aptitude for magic, a great aptitude for magic. <clears throat> and what happens from there is basically he, through magic, begins to rise in society. He decides to become an adventurer because obviously as an eighth son, inheriting what little they have goes to his eldest brother, Kurt. He doesn't have a, a shot at any of that. And because of his magical abilities, he ends up slaying a sky dragon, becoming a baron, and then the story just goes from there that all these things that he ends up doing with his adventurer friends lead him to having a better life. So that better life, he built up for himself by working hard, etc., etc. And the thing about the story that I found the most interesting is his relationship and interaction with his brother Kurt and how that builds up that this eldest brother is so obsessed with trying to raise up his noble status um, through suppressing his people and acquiring goods and you know, trying to move up into an upper echelon position within the nobility is that he fails his family and himself and is given ample and multitudinous opportunity uh, opportunities <laughs> funny opportunities to improve his situation through compromise and more reasonable means and he totally forgoes that in favor of just devastatingly poor decision making due to his ego and it's disturbing how you see the plotting, the planning, the backstabbing, the manipulation, and people hating to see someone else succeed. People also 
having to deal with someone like his brother Kurt and how Kurt was a roadblock to his progress and growth and it was just all the political subtlety and intrigue in this story that's supposed to just be like a comedy I mean it's called Eighth Son are you kidding me and yet they're not kidding you and the story takes these dark turns and you know Shingo still manages to look out for his nephews and uh, their mother who's you know they're Kurt's family but Kurt is so so angry that his youngest brother is so successful within the kingdom that he just wants to like suppress it and if he could kill him he would kill him um, it's very disturbing um, I can't speak for anyone else out there in the world but uh, if you had some tumultuous experiences with siblings you know things like this kind of resonate with you on a conscious level I myself definitely have and um, it's amazing how seeing how you're trying to reason with someone they're just completely incapable of accepting reason it isn't even about being right or wrong it's about being reasonable it's about like hey maybe you might want to put that gas container down while you're smoking or <laughs> you know hey maybe you might not want to like toss a sword around while you're drunk you could stab yourself and they're like you're a jerk you're trying to control me you know so that's the type of the scenario I'm talking about someone who is incapable of seeing what's right in front of them to the point where they literally want to destroy everything around them just to achieve a goal they can never truly achieve so yeah I really enjoy the show um, I enjoy them both for different reasons um, the one show is over I don't know if there will ever be a second season the eighth son are you kidding me um, it looks like by the grace of the gods this first season will end soon and they may have a second season but they're not really great announcing that particularly during COVID time I don't know anyway I'm Thack Daddy I appreciate everyone who listens uh, even if you don't end up watching any of this stuff I just appreciate the fact that someone interacts with some of the thoughts that I throw out there into the universe and I'm very grateful for everyone I hope you all take care of yourselves and stay safe and I wish you nothing but the best. Hope you keep listening. Take care.